Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody, to the Rob Zucker Show. This is the late version, yes, the late version of the Rob Zucker Show. Those of you who listen to the program on Spreaker, those of you who uh, listen to the program on uh, iHeartRadio, those of you who listen to the program on uh, the Blog Talk, uh, all those ways of listening to the show. Normally, we are on at 7 o'clock, but as we uh, talked about yesterday, it would be kind of stupid to do the program during the debate. So here we are with a after debate show. So we're going to talk about the debate. We're not going to talk about all the other happenings of the day. We will leave that to tomorrow's program. We're just going to talk about what happened tonight and controversy. Yes. Well, there's two controversies. Um, Trump saying bad hombres. That is a controversy. Huge controversy. And if you're watching CNN, uh, Patty Felice Doyle, I think that's how you pronounce her name, and of course, the world's biggest leftist crybaby extraordinaire, Van Jones. They were very upset by Trump saying bad hombres. Imagine that. Imagine that. Hillary Clinton and, of course, the left call 45 million people that are going to vote Donald Trump deplorable, irredeemable, racist, Nazis. You know the names. You know the names. That's all right. But using the word ombre thing that you're offended by then you are wrong. You're wrong. Some reason if the left says that word is wrong, that costume is wrong. Phrase is wrong. Whatever it might be. If they say it's wrong, then it's wrong. Like somehow, the left, and I know uh, how this has become this way, it's called the media. It's called social media. And when you control the message, Ken Jones even said it. When I think uh, only two Trump supporters, Ken Jones goes, oh, if you go to social media, you'll see a lot of people, but you'll see and there lies the rigged system because as long as the left control social media as long as the left control the media in general then low information voters told that the word 
ombre is racist and Nazi. I mean, all of these things. Look, look at, go to Yahoo. Go to your browser. Go, go, take a look. What, what's the trending topic? What? Then, of course, the low information voter goes, oh, yeah, see? America said, using the word bad hombre. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. I mean, we had this discussion a zillion times, not about bad hombre, but how things all of a sudden just happen. Like you just wake up one morning and you're told, oh, you can't wear an Indian costume. What? You can't wear an Indian costume. That's offensive. If you wear an Indian costume called a racist, if you wear a costume where you look like um, a bandito, I guess, or you're, that's race. I mean, we just wake up one day and these things are told to us. And because you can go on CNN or you could go on MSNBC or you could go on ABC and you could go online to Google, to Yahoo. And you'll see some hipster douchebag who lives in their parents' basement, five or six other hipster douchebags on Twitter that tweet, I can't believe people still wear uh, an Indian costume in the year 2016. Hashtag outraged. So they'll screen grab five or six of those things, put it in a story, and that becomes the narrative of outrage. Outrage. You know how many times I've gone online and seen a Google story or a Yahoo story or a Daily Beast story or a BuzzFeed story and the titles outrage that lives in the parents' basement writes their opinion. Oh my God, this is so bad. This is so horrible. And look at all these people that are outraged. Screen grab. One, two, three, four, five, six. Look. Look. Outrage. You know, like six people? Yeah, but look how many times they retweeted. Look how Okay. Well, let's see. They retweeted it 46 times. Okay. They retweet. Okay. They retweeted that 100 times. Okay. Now, I'm. I'm all right, so let's just say it reached 5,000 people. That's outrage? 160, 170, or 130, 140 million people vote. You got another, I don't know, what, 200 million people that, that live in the country that don't vote or they're young or they're felons, whatever. 5,000 people is the makeup of Outraged? So Van Jones says, go online, go to Twitter. People are outraged. Go to the Daily Beast for outraged. Trump, we got to get these back out. That's racist. Outraged. And if you find who you go to, 30 million people are outraged. 
We'll go to CNN. Who won the debate? Hillary Clinton, 52 to 39. Seems to be the the, the same number. <laughs> Seems to be the same number of every debate. Oh. So that was the one big controversy, that Trump used the word bad hombres. Bad hombres. That, that, that's racist. That's... Okay. Now, the second controversy, the second controversy, outrage. The outrage. The, I mean, Van Jones, the, 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 the crybaby extraordinaire, he he broke down. He literally broke down. Oh, that's so un-American. How could he say, oh, my God. And the minute somebody tries to bring up the Al Gore situation, well, that's just a different situation. That's di-. But, but it's, it's not. It's not. Especially when you're talking about Trump and the fact that, what? Fifteen Republicans all stood up there and went, I pledge I will support the nominee, whoever that may be. They all pledged. Well, what happened with Kasich? What happened with Jeb Bush? What happened with Lindsey Graham? This election, what is happening? From the media to all these undercover videos showing Democrat operatives, guys that work for the Clinton campaign, work for the DNC, saying, yeah, we bust people in. Yeah. We do everything in our power to rig elections. You got things going on in Indiana. Right now, with everything that's going on, go, oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. No matter what happens, I will accept the results. Well, that's just stupid to say. It's just stupid to say. It's just stupid to say. In 2000, you had a situation where the person who won the popular vote was in Brazil at the time. Actually, I was in Italy at the time. Or Brazil. I was somewhere overseas. Might have been Italy. And I happened to be coming home the day of the election. Or the night. And the pilot. I'll I'll never forget this. Goes, ladies and gentlemen, we have an update. We want to tell you Al Gore is your new president. People were clapping. Some people were like, Bleh. And then like 20 minutes later, he goes, uh, this is really wild. Uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, George Bush is the... Bre-. Happened. And it's not stupid to bring that up. And to watch, uh, rather it's, uh, I don't know, Anderson Cooper... Or Axelrod go, well, then what Trump should have said, oh, what he should have said. What he should have said was, uh, barring any extraordinary, unforeseen things that uh, could possibly happen, 
I will. Maybe I'll keep you in suspense. Okay, so it was all right for him to say it, but he needed to say, barring a Al Gore situation, barring a Kennedy-Nixon situation, I mean, come on, man. Now it's like you just got to find stuff to diminish the debate, to not talk about Hillary Clinton getting called on giving back the money that all of these terrorist countries have given her completely dodged it. Get away from the most substantive debate that there's been. The most substantive debate there's been. That we're talking about bad hombres and Trump going, well, let's see what happens in the election. Oh, that's un-American. How is that un-American? How is that un-American? Serious, effed up stuff that's going on right now. Serious, effed up stuff. Or, I should say, for the first time, these smoking guns, the, the murder weapons, you could say, are fully on display. Because before it was all talk. Well, the media does this. Oh, there's uh, election fraud going on there. Oh, there's gun. Nobody had the knife. Well, now there's murder weapons everywhere. Every day, a new murder weapon falls out of the the tree, lands on the ground. Oh, okay, so this is what uh, Democrats use to slay Republicans or slay anybody that's not with them. So how is it controversial and un-American? Again, back to un-American. You want to know what's un-American? The way the media, the CNBC to ABC to CBS, the way the media goes and has dinner and, 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 and powwows with the Democrats, with Hillary Clinton, with, with John Podesta. That's un-American for the press, for the free press. That is supposed to give us Americans the news, informative news, unbiased news, so that we can make a decision on elections, policies, rather it's Obamacare. What's un-American is for that press to be in bed with the ruling power. That's un-American. I mean, that's the whole concept of being un-American, for the press to be an extension of the ruling power. You can't get more un-American than that. You can't get more 
American than that. For Donald Trump to say, and I quote, I'll tell you at the time. I'm just going to keep you in suspense. Oh! Oh! That's outrageous. To watch Hack Tapper and Wolf Blitzer go, that's going to be the headline. That's going to be the headline. That's going to be the headline for Donald Trump to question our democracy. To question democracy. How could he do? We have this tradition. The power, it gets shifted, and it... Yeah, and what about the media not being in bed with the ruling power? What about the ruling power not staging riots and protests? And this this just tells you how effed up we are as a country. Just think about this for a minute. I want all of you to just think about this. Remember how outraged, and I'm talking outraged. Remember how outraged the American people were, or we were told by the media that the New England Patriots, God, how could this be? How how could the New England Patriots possibly game the system? This is an outrage. This remember, people literally had freakouts. It was covered. I mean, not just like oh, and guess what? I mean, CNN. MSNBC, we're going live now to the Tom Brady New England page, the press conference. And what was that about? The New England Patriots possibly cheating, rigging the system to win. The outrage. The outrage. By all of the media over a effing football game. And here we are talking about presidential election. Here we are talking about picking the next person to lead this country at a time where there's real heavy stuff going on. I mean, some real heavy stuff going on. I'm not going to get all conspiratorial chemtrail on But what's going on with Russia and, and Iran and, and see, I mean, forget the little four-year-olds that are, you know, walking out of a bombed building. Forget that. Forget that. Russia and Iran over Syria. I mean, could you imagine if all of those powers got together and said, let's destroy America. 
Like, let's go after them. Yeah, we got the most powerful military in the world. Well, you know what? We don't have the most powerful military in the world against Russia and China. I mean, remember World War II, you had Japan and you had Germany. What do we got? What do we, what do we got? Italy? What the F is Italy going to do? <laughs> we got Canada? Justin Trudeau? He'll come over with his Swiss Army knife? Huh? <laughs> I know, some of you are like, that's not Swiss. I don't know why I think of a Swiss Army knife being Canadian. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the Swiss. <laughs> but, I mean, there's some real heavy stuff going on. There's some real heavy stuff going on. Not to mention that our economy is very, very fragile right now. Like, the, the slightest wind could, could tip us. Could literally tip us. Remember, everything goes in cycles. I, I do believe that. Everything goes in cycles. This president up, this president down. This president up, this president down. Well, you know what? You had down with Bush. You have up with Obama. On that down cycle. So we have all of these things. And yet, there's no outrage as it pertains to the media colluding with the Democrats. Democrats talking about voter fraud, busing people in. This isn't outrageous. But Tom Brady cheated. They maybe cheated. Oh. And here we got so many things that are going on in this world. And there's obviously, obviously, there's cheating going on. And when you hear the left go, okay, so I'll even concede that, yeah, there, there's a little maybe Voter fraud there, maybe a little voter fraud there, but not enough to sway the election. It's not enough. But you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. Look what happened in 2000. Look what happened in Florida. You were talking about what? 500, 1,000 votes that decided that election? So voter fraud, if you were talking about a couple thousand, would have swayed that election. And you can't dismiss that because remember, a year and a half ago, not one person, not one person, well, maybe you could find one. But the majority of people, if you said Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee, they laughed in your face. Once, not twice, but on a continuous loop. Ha ha ha. And then they went and told their friends, guess how nuts this person is. He says Donald Trump's going to be the nominee. Ah. He says Donald Trump is going to beat 16 
governors, senators, former governors. Ah! Hell, forget when he got in the race. When somebody said, hey, uh, Donald Trump might run, that ain't going to happen. So even before he got in the race, people laughed in your face when you said, uh, Trump uh, might get into the race. Ah! Then he got in the race, and they went, he'll never, ever, ever, ever win one primary. I mean, you've got serious Heavy hitter Washington elites. Carl Rowe, Bill Crystal, uh, George Will, all said, never happened. Never, ever, 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 win a primary. Yes, he up. Never, ever, ever. And then he won. Then said, I don't know win more than one. Sam Torm won one. And then he won two. Well, he'll never win more. Uh, Newt Gingrich won. And he'd eventually went on to win the nomination. So don't tell me that what happened in 2000 was just like a once in a 230 or 40 year deal by 300,000. He lost Florida by 300,000. It was not only in a, in, in a a, a electoral landslide, but it was a popular landslide. Hillary Clinton won 68 million votes to Donald Trump's 58 million. Then Donald Trump can come out and say, we lost, we suck, she won, all is good, see you guys later. 2017, January 1st, Trump TV. Sit polls were showing that Kerry was going to win Ohio. And they came on TV and went, uh, George Bush won Ohio. Done. Finished. John Kerry still to this day still won Ohio. So before somebody goes, yeah, uh, I will say that I will be 100% behind whoever. If she wins, I'm, why, why can't we wait until CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS? You, you name the media network or, or news outlet. Is it un-American that they have representatives the Hillary Clinton uh, campaign manager's house drinking eating cheese. Isn't it un-American that employees of CNN are giving Hillary Clinton talk about on this show? Isn't it un-American that three weeks before the election, all of them are saying it's over? I mean, isn't that un-American? You want to talk about suppressing uh, the, the, the voice of the people. That doesn't hurt Hillary. That hurts Trump people. That makes Trump people go, uh, what's the point? What's the point going out to vote? Three weeks before 
the election and getting ready for four years of Barack Clinton. I mean, doesn't that depress? Again, is that American? I mean, if you're a low-information, if you're a low-information Trump voter, somebody that just gets your news from CNN or CBS, maybe you watch the Sunday shows, maybe you go to Huffington Post or you go to Politico, you're not going to vote for, you're just, you're done. You're like, oh, well, what's the point? You're like a California voter. Our vote, our, our vote doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The election's basically called before we even finish casting our vote. I mean, they're not supposed to do that, but they do. The thing that gets Californians to the polls is to go legalize weed or vote for gay marriage or try to defeat some $100 billion boondoggle project by Jerry Brown, creating an underground train or whatever the hell they're doing. But, I mean, isn't the... Seriously, isn't that un-American? to watch MSNBC, and they're like, yeah, it's over. They have a pundit that comes on and goes, yeah, we've been talking to some high-level Republicans. Uh, Of course, we can't name names because doing so would compromise uh, who they are, and, of course, it would compromise us being able to write about uh, different stories. So we have to, you know, keep our... Sources secret, but our uh, you know unnamed sources uh, in the uh, in in the high-ranking Republican uh, party, you know the the, the top, the entree, they say uh, it's over, Trump's done, it's finished. They're just getting ready because it's over. Uh, their internal polling actually shows that uh, Trump loses more. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, on American, having the media tell you it's done. Now you're going, oh, well, okay. That We had fun. We had a fun nine months. We had a fun four months. We had a good ride. Let me go pay my... Obamacare premium that's tripled. Yee! Let me go see my friend Pepe, not the frog, but uh, Pepe, who's uh, selling oranges down at the um, Sherman Way in DeSoto. Actually, let me, let me you know, say hello. I mean, Un-American. Un-American. Outraged. 
pretty question. Now, the debate was good. I mean, it just shows you if it just shows you the debate would have been. Imagine how different this election cycle. And it's funny because the people that complain the most about the tone of this campaign is the left. Oh, the, it's in the gutter. It, well, who put it in the gutter? The left. This entire campaign has been put in the gutter by the left. Three debates. Two debates by the left. One debate by the right. What debate had the least amount of gutter talk? What debate had the least amount of gutter talk? This debate. This debate had the least amount of cheating, groping, uh, uh, you know, Monica Lewinsky. I mean, this debate had the least amount of gutter talk. This is the first time we heard of immigration. Lester Holt, there was no immigration. There, there, there was no uh, uh, entitlement talk. Anderson Cooper and Martha Rezinski, that town hall uh, disaster. I mean, they're so pathetic. Uh, the, the guy that they praise from the audience, Ken Bone, he's sitting there talking in, on Rick about uh, Jennifer Lopez's ass. Trayvon Martin <laughs> deserved to get killed. I mean, who put left? It's your typical left to do something. And then when you respond, they then call foul. They then call foul. Remember that first debate. Who was the one that out of the blue brought up Alicia Machado? Who? Who out of the blue brought that up? The only way Democrats can ever win is doing this type of stuff. It's the only way they can win. Could you imagine if all three debates were like tonight? Can you imagine if all three debates like that? Where Hillary Clinton goes, you want to know what I've been doing for 30 years? I'll tell you. Back in the 70s, I was working with children and, 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 children and, and, and little black children to make sure they could go to school or health, whatever the hell she said. She basically brought up one thing per 10 years. Could you imagine can you, um, I mean, that's, you know how base, in baseball, if, if you bat 300, you're considered a phenomenal baseball player, which means, which means, whatever, three times. In any other walk of life, 10 and being successful three, those 10 times is a failure. So here's Hillary Clinton going, what I've done for 30 years 
I'm going to give you this example. One. I'm going to give you this example. Two. I'm going to give you this example. Three. So you've done three things in third year. Holy crap. Talk about a, a, a tortoise. Remember the last thing she the last thing she ended with was, and I was in the room. I was in the room when we captured and killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah, so there was like eight other people in the room. So they they all had a hand in killing Osama bin Laden. You know that picture? She's got her hands on her face. So every single one of those people had a hand in capturing Osama bin Laden. They're putting money in the cum on the don't cum. And you're like, what the hell's going on? I don't get this. They go, well, see, if I lose here, I still win there. If I win there, but I lose there, this outnumbers what I lose on that. And you're just like, oh, my God, I don't understand. So all these people that give her money are like, you know what? We don't know if she'll become the next president. But, hey, they're worth billions. What's 250 grand? What's half a million? If you're cutter and you build it in a million bucks, or however the hell you want to purchase it, a million bucks is, is like me going and getting a, a Big Mac. So those people don't give it to Clinton money because she's, she's moving. They, they give money to hedge the bets. Because if she becomes president, they give her that nod. They give her that look. They give her that wink. That, hey, remember, we give you a million bucks. Back in the 70s, I heard people say, well, the media's always, you know, been slanted to the left. Yeah, but they were never, ever like they are now. Yeah, you always had him on the left, but I've given the example. Dan Rather lost his job. Dan Rather didn't retire. Dan Rather lost his job because of all of that Bush stuff. He basically wore his 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 liberal badge on his sleeve. At the end of the day, no matter if he was right, if he was wrong, if the story was true, it didn't matter. It was him being bleeding heart liberal in the past eight, ten years. Never been to where it's been now. Never. You've never had people like Jeff Bezos buy a company, be a newspaper, where it's his. It's a blog. You know how we have blogs? You know, like, I'm going to write I'm gonna, I'm gonna write about my thoughts. Today, I think this Netflix ripoff. You got to, like, something people will want to gravitate toward you. Well, you have the Washington Post. He has influence. No, he's got influence if you're selling dildo. Well, yeah, you do, but not, not political influence. Not if you're 
am I? And so we've never been in a position. CNN would break Iron Bernard Shaw. The fat guy, Arnett, who is like, trapped behind any lines broadcasting. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a, you know, crossfire, real crossfire. Not crossfire, but Steve Up and Van Jones, like real crossfire. Like I said, CNN pulled off a, a, a watch CNN if you want news. Can't watch, you know, Fox or you can't watch MSNB. You got you to watch CNN, or, you know, or MSNBC. You can't watch Fox. You know, CNN. And once everybody got bamboozled, one full militant left. But it was too late because they had contracts. They had their airport terminals and their doctor's offices and everything. What? What is, the, what is this? State news? What's going on in Aleppo? <laughs> What's going on with the two police officers that slaughtered in California two weeks ago? One of them uh, being a woman that uh, had a four-month-old child. We're going to talk about The left brought us into the gutter. It wasn't Trump. Goes, oh my God, he's going into the into the dirt. But you guys are the ones that brought up Alicia Machado. Trump didn't bring it up. Some sketchy Venezuelan. Who's, who had an anchor baby here in the States from a drug dealer. She threatened to kill a federal judge. She went on a drive along to, to murder someone. And she gets brought up at a debate. That gets brought into the narrative. That wasn't Trump. That wasn't, oh, we have to talk about this girl because we're not going to do this. This is insane. Just insane. The left did this. The left created this. Second debate. Anderson Cooper. Uh, Mr. Trump, what about these accusations? What about the death? Again, it, the left. Cooper never brought up immigration. He never brought up the national debt. He never brought up he, he didn't bring up anything except sleaze and dirt. He didn't bring up anything except sleaze and dirt. Leonard Holt didn't bring up anything except sleaze and dirt. That was it. And and uh, you got to listen to this bizarre. No, it's not bizarre hypocrisy. It's just. It's the left. I watched Hack Tapper criticize Trump for not attacking Hillary Clinton on the Bill Clinton issue. He actually brought up the segment where they were talking about uh, his treatment of women and Wallace 
said to Hillary, we've been talking about Trump and his, your husband's past behavior and uh, actions. And she said what she said. This long, like all these women feel the pain, yada, yada, yada. Trump said the women lie. The women are, are full of crap. And uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about some, 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 some stuff here. Let's talk about they're all full of crap, and I'm not going to apologize for doing you know, what I didn't do. Let's talk about this. And then they moved on. Because they know if they have to talk about the WikiLeaks, if they have to talk about uh, the uh, O'Keefe videos, if they have to talk about Hillary's record, they lose. They lose. They absolutely 100% lose. So instead, if you can play the replay, if you play the replay of that from an hour ago, an hour and a half ago, you will hear Hacker being distraught that Trump didn't go at her over Bill Clinton. These are the liberals that created this environment. The left created this environment. And anytime Trump or the right tries to uh, put up a defense or even just try to chum the water themselves to get the sharks away from what chum the left is putting out there, they get, it's called foul. That, that again, it, it's <laughs> had to talk about substance for these past three or four months. The left loses. The left loses. End of story. If you got to listen to Hillary Clinton bring up three things that she's done in 30 years, three things, three things. I mean, even people that aren't, I mean, someone that worked at McDonald's, someone that's worked at McDonald's, I'm not putting McDonald's workers down, okay? I'm not putting McDonald's workers down. But somebody that doesn't have an important job, like a senator, they could come up with those accomplishments they could come up with. It doesn't involve just being in an effing room. That's like, uh, I was in the room with Dr. Katzi when she delivered my son. Yeah, so what's that mean, Rob? Well, yeah, you're in a room when a doctor delivered your kid. Yes, I was. That makes me a... Quasi doc? No, it doesn't. It makes you being a jerk off in a room while your doctor delivered your kid. I was in the room when we captured 
Osama bin Laden. That's what I did for the last 30 years while you were hosting Celebrity Apprentice. Well, I know to the left, her being in the room was a big deal, but there was eight other people in the room. Janitor could have been in that room just picking up a, a... uh, a piece of trash. Did, would he been able to say, Que paso? Hey, que paso? I know some of you are going, oh, does that mean the janitor is Mexican? <laughs> I don't know. My janitor in my building is Mexican. <laughs> okay, so that's why. Just from experience. My janitor's not Italian. He's not like, hey, oh, pick up your trash. What are you, what is wrong with you? It's not. He, he just looks at me. My janitor in our building, and every time I see him, he gives me this look like a deer in headlights. Because I think, I think he might listen to the show, and he's afraid I'm going to call ice on him or something. Because he's definitely illegal. Would he have claimed to being part of capturing Bin Laden? I don't know. In the liberals' world, yeah. Sure. So if they had these types of debates, if they had these types of debates, Hillary would be getting slaughtered. If they had, if, if, imagine if the last, and I know the last debate, Trump brought it up, but imagine if you just had one, two, three debates of Hillary getting peppered with Saudi Arabia. You take money from countries that kill gays, that that mutilate women's genitals. You take. Are you going to give the money back? Are you going to give the money back? Imagine if she got peppered with those questions, and then the next day, that was the headline. Donald Trump asks Hillary Clinton, are you going to return the money from the countries that kill gays? Instead, the headline is, Donald Trump says we have to deport the really bad hombres. And they all get nuts. What do you mean, how could he say that? You're creating narratives. You're creating the headlines. If the media put an emphasis on issues like that, opposed to bad hombres, Trump wouldn't be eight points down or five points down or two points down. Have, you know, all of these networks saying Trump's over. It's done. Operatives tell me that Republicans have thrown in the towel. If every debate was as substantive as this debate, if we didn't have the Alicia Machado's sudden out of the blue Billy Bush tapes 
the election would be totally different right now. If the media had a hands-off approach, if the media weren't dining with John Podesta, like Glenn Truss wasn't going, hi, John, I am such a hack. I'm going to send you this article. The situation we are, which is me, is, is the, the world's plan from day one of 2000. We talk about it on this show all the time. 16 years ago, when liberals lost 2000, they said, never again will we lose. Never again will we not control the narrative. Never again will we not control voters getting unbiased information. Just getting facts is right for our democracy, is right for our They made that decision in 2000. And from that point, they've gobbled up every single media outlet. Wasn't in the weeds. You got dirty for about two or three minutes after that. They talked to issues. Talked about issues. Talked about Aleppo. I mean, Wall even requestioned Trump said, what do you, what do you, what do you want, a memo? <laughs> it was great. It was great. I think SC Cup was like, Mr. Trump, it's not fallen. Hey, oh, again, for all intents and purposes, it has. Would you go to Aleppo? Seriously, you know how you know when a region is unstable? You know how you know when a region, a country, or whatever? You want a memo? It's it's fallen, yeah, it's fallen. In SE Cup, she's got the crusade for, for Aleppo. This putz, why? Why doesn't she get this jazzed up for American children? There's plenty of American children. Listen, there's state after state that have children suffering. Yeah, they haven't been bombed by an airplane. I'll give her that. You've got hundreds of thousands of children that live in American children. Orphanages. Yeah, a lot of American kids, they're starving and desperate for help. How many children I see with their mom begging for change? I mean, I don't want to be cynical and go, ah, they live in a big house somewhere and this is just how scam people. I'm sure there's a few that are like that. But there's also a lot that literally have nothing. Begging for change. 
There's reports of, uh, of, of parents whoring their kids out, little 10-year-old kids. It was just in the, in the news, I don't know, two, three days ago. And SD Cup is worried about kids in Aleppo. Again, I don't mean to be heartless them. Worry about it here. Worry about the kids here. There's plenty of kids to worry about here. It hasn't fallen, Mr. Trump. It hasn't. Yes, it has. Go there. Go there, S.E. Cup. I don't want to. I don't want to see S.E. Cup next Tuesday. I don't want to see her next Tuesday. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, imagine if, if we controlled the media. Imagine if we controlled the media, because tonight, Hillary Clinton said, loud and clear, and Democrats, and I watched them on the little CNN panel, get all distraught, but it is what Hillary Clinton said, is absolutely no restrictions on abortion. I mean, that's what she said. Now, you could be extreme, and go, well, what Donald Trump said three days before uh, the, the, you know, in the ninth month, that, well, it's the truth. It's the truth. What Hillary Clinton said, there, there should be absolutely no restrictions over with the women out there. But if you're, if you're pregnant, and I'm going through this now. I'm not pregnant. But if you're pregnant at the seventh month or, or, or eighth month, you don't know if you should have a kid or not. And you couldn't figure that out three months before. You're a real piece of crap. You're a real piece of human Garbage, man. It ain't about a woman has a right to choose and do whatever she wants with her body. At some point, a woman has to stand up and go, but, but, if you haven't figured out what you want to do with that child after the third month, maybe fourth month, you're a piece of crap. You're a piece of human dung. That's what you are. I mean, you're a real low, I mean, just a piece of crap. I get it. I get it. You get pregnant. You don't know what to do. Maybe you you were at a party. you, You didn't wear a rubber. Uh, the, the guy, uh, maybe you were raped. But when you hear the rape thing, you're raped. You find out you're pregnant from being raped. Like, suck it out. Kill it. Get it out of here. You're not in your seventh and eighth month going, hmm, what should I do? It's, it's a ludicrous argument. A ludicrous argument. At some, I mean, at some point, at some point, even if you're for something, 
you got to just say, all right, we, we, we have to take that away, pregnancy. And you're like, you know what? I just decided I want them to kill this human being that could literally live outside of my womb right now. There's just, just, just I mean, what kind of person are you just in society? I mean, you're one of those people that you like, you're just a bad person. You're really just a bad person. No different than if you're a gun, uh, 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 you know, enthusiast. And you're like, I don't think there should be background checks or waiting. I don't think there should be any restrictions. I think if you want a gun, you should just be able to buy a gun. Doesn't matter. That's your right. Doesn't. I think those people are just as crazy as a woman pregnancy decides to get an abortion. The seventh month of pregnancy, get an abortion. Same. And guess what? The left condemns the people on the right that are like, no background checks, no waiting period, no nothing. Walk in, grab a gun, walk out. Left condemns them, but if you condemn a woman who's like, if I want to have an abortion at eight months, that's my right. What? That's a, that's, a, that's a living human being. That's a baby. We're not talking about two months. We're not talking about three months. We're talking about seven and eight months. Are you serious? What kind of human being are you? Well, I just decided, you know, I was totally down for it. I was totally down for it, you know. I was like, hey, I could still write my blogs for the Huffington Post, and I could still write, you know, my stuff for for the for the Daily Beast. But then I was like, what if I want to go out? With, what if I want to go out with Hank? Or what if you know? What if I just want to go have some fun and I go go to Burning Man? I can't because of this kid. So you know what? I decided. So much easier to just get an abortion. Really? In one month, it's going to be born. Yeah, I know, but then it's too late. Okay. <laughs> All right. And that's what Hillary Clinton said. That's okay. Hillary Clinton said, doesn't matter. And her, her, her answer to when Trump said, so three months before the due date, and she just went, it's that kind of language. It's danger, but it's the truth. You're upset because the gruesome truth is what it is. It's like when you say to somebody who's fat, hey, you're fat. You're going to die. Why are you fat shaming? What did I do? They're not fat. That, that's why you have a kid who comes in ninth place. And they get a ribbon, and they get a trophy, and they get told they did a good job. No, you didn't. You, you stupid mother effer, you finished ninth. Eight other people did better than you. You suck. I did, I finished ninth. No, no, that's not good. That's not good. Don't be proud of finishing ninth. Okay? If you were retarded and you had one leg, okay. You finished ninth. You completed the race. Rock and roll. But you're a perfect body. You're, you're, you have a brain. You have both your legs. You're not retarded. 
you finished ninth. You suck. Okay, you suck. A week before the baby's due, if you kill it, it's a human being that can live outside the womb. It is a human. You're murder. That's murder. You're slaughter. That's so wrong. Don't say that. You're just trying to scare people. It's not scaring people. It's the truth. That's the truth. If a baby weighs eight pounds, the eighth month, that baby weighs seven pounds. Right now, my girlfriend is 14 weeks away from giving birth. Okay? That baby right now can live outside of that womb. Now, might not live. But right now, that baby, and I'm not talking about I could take it home right now, but that baby would live in an incubator and, 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 and finish cooking. If my girlfriend tomorrow went to the abortion and they hacked that baby out of her, a human life. Sorry. And I would say she is an effed up, disgusting human being because she could have done that three months ago. She could have done that three months ago. She could have done that three months ago. It couldn't have lived outside the womb. When it was nothing more than a a forming blob. I'm not the crazy right-to-lifers who believe the moment of conception. But eight months? Come on. Just like I'm pro-guns, yeah, I love guns, let's have guns, woo! But I do think there should be mild, mild restrictions like background check. Waiting period. Remember, I come from New York. You walk in and buy a, a shotgun that day. You gotta, you, you, you gotta jump through hoops to get a handgun. But if you're not a scumbag, you're not a criminal, you get one. Here in California, we've got very strict gun laws. So I'm not one of those crazies that say no gun laws. No different than I'm not one of these abortion people that think the minute my jizz hits the egg... It's a human being. No, I don't believe that. That is very substantive. That should be broadcasted. And the only reason that girls have this cavalier attitude because the picture that is painted about late-term abortion is always this traumatic like oh my god it was this this agonizing decision please abortion these days remember i'm 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 dating a 27 year old girl who's got friends that are 24 25 500 people is the uh, mood of the electorate 
than a pulse sampling of my 27-year-old girlfriend's 24-year-old friends. One's had two abortions. Another one's had one. One's had three. And they use it as a form of birth control. It's like, oh, man, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got pregnant a year ago, and yeah, I just went and got an abortion. Wow. Because the attitude of this generation is not, oh, it's a person. It's such troubling. And strenuous to sit. No, it's not. It is created uh, in such a way from the Amy Schumers or the Seth Silver. You don't hear them talking about abortion being this, this, this very, very complex issue. It's like, hey, one. It's a. Well, they're constantly inundated with that. Then abortion isn't a big deal. It's not a big deal. Abortion's not a big deal. If for the last 10 or 15 years, it's gone from this very emotional decision involving a woman and her doctor and her family to ruin my life. Come on. When you got comedians, rather it's Trevor Noah, and they just make jokes. Uh, like abortion. And, hey, yeah, so what? That's the culture. If you make abortion something that's that's comical, that's funny, then it's not a big deal. Heavy. So, I mean, again, abortion, we didn't hear about that in the first debate, did we? We didn't hear about it in the second. How is it that this is the dirtiest, filthiest, grimiest, sludgiest campaign ever? Ever. And, of course, it's the Republicans' fault. But the Democrats control the first two debates. Fault is it for talking about some fat, disgusting, Venezuelan, washed-up, Wanted actress. Whose fault is it? Not the right fault. Why did we only hear about abortion tonight in the debate? Because the left controlled the two debates. I mean, isn't that a big deal? Does no one see that? Am I the only one that sees that? And I the only one that's talking about it? Committing right away to accepting the election results and bad hombres. Bad hombres. said bad hombres. That's offensive. That's offensive. It's offensive. Who's it offensive to? The bad hombres? Is that who's offensive to? Ay, ay, ay. Unbelievable. It's the most we heard about ice and... Like I said, Aleppo. It's the most we heard. And again, it's the right fault for the campaign being in the gutter. It's the right fault for not talking about issues. No, it's not. You heard Hillary Clinton's 
responses. Have abortions at nine months. Let's have open borders. And I don't want to talk about the open borders. I don't want to talk about the WikiLeaks. We should be talking about the, the Russians. We should be talking about the Russians and the WikiLeaks. And never have we ever had... An, you know, it's funny. And again, I, I, hate, I, I like to be somewhat reserved when I bring this type of stuff up because you get people that go, well, I don't talk about America like that. Yes, we are the greatest country in the world. We are unbelievably awesome. But we act so, oh, my God, why would Russia be doing this? How could Russia be doing this? This is unheard of. No, it's not. We did it. Yahoo in Israel. We funded, we, we funneled millions of dollars into a party in Israel to help defeat Benjamin Netanyahu. Again, hacking. Hacking. Hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars into a campaign to defeat a president of another country or a prime minister. But it's just insane to have this, oh, my God. I mean, you know what? People should actually be saying, you know what, Hillary? What the hell are you and Podesta, the rest of our government, doing with our cybersecurity that we would be so vulnerable? We would be so vulnerable. From Russian hackers or North Korean hack. I mean, remember the Sony hack we were told was by North Korea. North Korea. North Korea. Think about North Korea. They got a a, a president, a dictator who feeds people to dogs. He's got a haircut that thinks is cool. And yet, he has a team. He has a team of cyber hackers that at will get into the American cyber infrastructure. I mean, the real question should be, Hillary, what the hell's going on with your cybersecurity? What's going on with our country's cybersecurity that Chinese, South Koreans, North Koreans, Hack in to emails. Hack in to the State Department. Hack in to the Pentagon. Shouldn't really matter who's doing the hacking. We've talked about this before. It's a weird argument. Your girlfriend or your boyfriend uses when you catch them cheating... Because you looked at their email or you looked at their phone. And you go, hey, man, you're cheating on me, Rob? What are you talking about? Well, I was just looking at your phone and 
Bob texted you and said how awesome your vag was. How dare you look at my phone? You, you, I, whoa. Okay, I'm bad. My bad. I looked at your phone. I shouldn't have done that. So that aside, Bob is having sex with you? You know what? That's not the point. The point that you violated my privacy. I get it. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Uh, I I will repent. But can we talk about Bob? It's the same thing. It's like, wow, all these these emails show all this horrible stuff. But it's more horrible that the Russians hacked it. And by hacking it, it nullifies all the bad stuff that's in it. That's the most adolescent high school crap ever heard before. And that was her argument to me. Well, you know, that, that uh, oh, the public and personal. I was talking about Abraham Lincoln. What? That thing I said about open borders, what I was talking about was energy. I was talking about our energy grid. Energy grid? But but let's not... The, the real thing here, Chris, is the Russians hacking the email. Like I said, it's not the fact that you caught me doing a gangbang with all your friends. It's the fact that you look at my phone, and that's how you caught me. So let's talk about that. Mm, okay, but you still had all of them have sex with you. Well, it's not the important thing, okay? It's not the important thing. That that was more for science, okay? That, that was more for uh, a, a science project that I was working on. But the real question is, why are you looking at my phone? Why are you looking at my text? That's the Why? What is wrong with you? Um, well, you gangbanged all my friends. That's, that's the, I mean, that's what Hillary did again tonight. I wasn't talking about open in, in internet and things of nature. Not, not many years ago, stupid. Some person, we never read this before. Oh, hey, uh, the internet and, you know, the whole hacking thing is kind of new, dummy. The fact that our government, led by this president, is so lax with everything. I mean, just everything. Lax with everything. And for that part, most of the people that deal in technology, rather it's Target having a half a million credit cards packed. I mean, this has been going on for years, and we still haven't figured it out. Hey, maybe we should put some resources into cybersecurity. It's, like, yeah, it's unprecedented because, I, I don't know, in the 80s, we didn't have the internet. We, we didn't have these types of things. It wasn't until like the 90s that we start doing this technology. And it wasn't until 
to like 99,000. I mean, to me, dial-up and getting a disc from America Online to get on to get online wasn't really where we are today. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens off of this debate. We'll see where we go from this debate. But I think Trump did good. Of course, no one else does, and the media says he lost, and it was a disaster because he, uh, you know, used the word hombre. He talked about, uh, you know, uh, not 100% going along with the election uh, until after. Uh, so because of that, it disqualifies him, and he's horrible, he's a racist, he's a Nazi, and blah, blah, blah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, in the uh, next coming days. We'll see what happens. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Listen to me, guys. We're done with our debate wrap-up. Uh, I know... Uh, we went long tonight. We normally go from seven to nine. Instead, we went from like nine, what nine? Ah, about what eight thirty to ten? About hour and a half. I know, I know, I know, I know. But uh, it is what it is. All right, you guys have been the greatest audience in the world. Um, I'm uh, possibly not going to be on tomorrow night. I haven't, I haven't. I'm supposed to be traveling somewhere. Okay. I know, we're done when Hillary's in jail. I'm with you guys. I'm with you. And mark my words. Mark my words. Should Hillary and the rest of the left, along with the media, uh, steal this election, our fight will not be over. We will fight them every step of the way. Because I've said it before and I'll say it again. These leaks... And all of this stuff that is coming out is not going to all of a sudden stop in three weeks. Not going to stop. Remember, everybody says, ah, Donald Trump's got uh, the, the, the highest negative. Well, so does Hillary Clinton. It's not like Trump is uh, uh, seen negatively by uh, 68% of the people, but Hillary Clinton is seen negatively only by 30%. She see negatively just as much as Trump. So if she steals this election, it's basically the American people going, ate them both, and Hillary Clinton is going to have to govern with about 60 million people despising her. And those 60 million people aren't going to all of a sudden and go, uh, now let's all join hands and sing Kumbaya. Uh, let's, all, let's all get in a circle and we'll get each other reach around. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And every day when a piece of information comes out about her, it's going to be jumped on. I'll vote for Romney. That's a fact. Look at the Republican Party and look at the percentage of the party that McCain and Romney got. And look at the percentage right now that Trump is getting. 
If Trump is off by 5 to 8% with the Republican Party, those people are the Essie Cups, the Bill Crystals, the Ben Shapiros, the Eric Erickson's, the same a-holes that told all of us, you've got to vote for McCain. You can't have Obama. You've got to vote for McCain. And we all went, uh, okay. So this ain't over because payback's a bitch. Payback is a bitch. Payback is going back and his little loser crew that jerk each other off on the air rubbing Bibles all over each other's chest. The Mormon Bible, I might add. Actually, Mormons. Never trust a Mormon. And if there's Mormons listening, I'm sorry I offended you, but I don't trust you, and I forbid you to listen anymore. Payback's a bitch. It's a Rob Zakari show. I'll give you guys updates tomorrow if we're going to have our program tomorrow, but I'm traveling. I might not be back Uh, in a remote location to get on the air. I don't know. I'll let you guys know when I know. It's Rob Zakari. I love you guys. I thank all of you for listening on Spreaker and iTunes and iHeartRadio and Blog Talk and all of the platforms that we're on. I thank you. I love you. I just, you guys are the best. It's Rob Zagari, it's Rob Zagari Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good day.